Good morning and welcome to another episode of Coffee with Dr. Craig Golding. I am Karo Piet van Eden and as always with me in studio is Dr. Craig Golding. Thank you for the invite. Craig, um, uh, thank you for the invite sitting in your office. Um, we've been talking a lot about Alzheimer's dementia mm-hmm. and today we want to see and explore the integrative solutions to this chronic challenge and find some some clinical clues to maybe look at the warning signs of Alzheimer's. In previous talk, uh, you said that there are things that we can look out for. So let's maybe start and ask the question, how long does Alzheimer's fester and grow? Yeah, I think think that's a very important point because, you know, it's not something that you develop from a Monday to a Friday um, just before Christmas when you're 65 years old. Um, It really is a disease process that happens over decades. Um, So you can intervene at any point in your life to to prevent Alzheimer's, and it is very largely a preventable disease. And I think that is a very important um, uh, thing to to understand. So it takes decades to develop. I mean, if, if, for example, you're sitting at the age of 39, 40, let's say, and you're starting to get obese and, and getting insulin resistant and overweight and eating bad foods and maybe smoking or uh, not exercising, um, your risk for Alzheimer's is much higher. And we know that diabetes, if I can use that term, or visceral adiposity, that means abdominal fat, um, is, is a huge risk for Alzheimer's later. So one of the first warning signs that you may be on a path to develop Alzheimer's is actually middle-age fatness, if we can just put it bluntly. Oh, gosh. And uh, I know in my, in my life too, <clears throat> um, uh, I have a strong family history of, of weight issues and uh, I, haven't, I haven't always been in perfect shape from a, from a weight perspective, but I, I do need to watch that all the time because weight I know is a risk later for, for not only diabetes, but, but Alzheimer's. So, so weight is something to watch, uh, even in your, in your younger years, you know, when you're a teenager, 20, 30, 40, you name it, um, a very important thing to watch. And as I said, uh, Alzheimer's festers over 10, 20 years, you know, it's not a weak event. So weight is one thing you can you can look at. Another thing is um, toxicities. Um, you know, if you if you're not eating healthy food, um, if you're exposing your body to too many toxins, MSG, artificial sweeteners, too much alcohol, perhaps, or uh, poor lifestyle, not exercising. These are all festering um, lifestyle factors, if I can put it that way. Then you mentioned um, some of the warning symptoms. I think a lot of people are aware of the warning symptoms. I've mentioned some of the lifestyle things. Um, but the first thing, obviously, that, that one uh, is aware of is, is what we call MCR, mild cognitive impairment. So you start losing things or misplacing things, or as some of my patients say, I'm starting to experience senior moments, um, becoming more forgetful. Um, forgetting people's names and going out and forgetting where I'm going or losing your way coming home. I mean, that's quite advanced symptoms, but it's it's generally memory impairment, right? So you start forgetting things and having these senior moments and uh, you're just aware that you're starting to be more more forgetful. So then, then you need to seek attention. 
um, perhaps come to me and or another integrative medicine specialist, check your metal status, check your hormones. Hormones are very important too. I mean, we see it in the premenopause and menopause. Suddenly ladies have there, you can have like within a month or so, suddenly pre-Alzheimer type symptoms with, with severe memory impairment. So if you're feeling that your memory is declining, in medicine we have a term for that called cognitive decline. You feel that your memory is starting to slip. Address it as soon as you can because the sooner you intervene, the easier it is to reverse. I mean, Alzheimer's has seven stages and you go from optimum brain function through stages of mild to moderate to severe cognitive impairment and then uh, move towards you know significant Alzheimer's and then end stage Alzheimer's, stage seven. One to six, I would say we can reverse now. Um, Dale Bredesen's done a lot of work uh, and, and other pioneering neurologists in the world like David Perlmutter, Eric Braverman, you know, a number of, of brilliant neurologists have done some wonderful work in integrative uh, medicine. And I've done my fair share too um, in terms of research. And we have wonderful tools um, to, to help reverse cognitive decline with food, lifestyle, supplements. Transcranial light is one of my favorites, really gaining popularity around the world using infrared light. Helmets, um, metal detoxification, um, nutrient optimization, supplementation, hormone optimization, anti-inflammatory nutrients like curcumin and vitamin D, number of things you can do. So let's not digress from your question. Your question was how long does it fester? For decades, and the sooner you intervene, the better. Okay, awesome. Um, and we also then touched on you know the, the science at home what people can look out for from, from a, uh, a mundane or a, a just a, a day-to-day thing is that, that memory impairment. And maybe, maybe I could just interject there again. Um, the other thing that I've noticed is the, the wife will bring the husband in, let's say the husband's starting to develop symptoms. It's not just memory. They, they tend to start getting anxious about it. So they realize that something's happening um, and the wife or the husband, whoever the partner is, Will, will note that they're becoming a little bit more anxious or moody or grumpy. So mood alterations and uh, irritability, anxiety, these types of symptoms associated with memory decline should, should really uh, make, you, make you aware that something's on the go with the brain. So I can blame my, my moodiness on uh, early cognitive impairment. Well, I think I think we should understand that that the brain is a very complex organ, and um, psychiatric. Um, it's, it's, let's let's use that term. I mean, psychiatric or psyche disorders, including mood and personality change, are very important symptoms of, of an underlying problem. It's not something that you should ignore. You should address it, and it can be repaired. There's no reason to be on a bunch of psychiatric medicines when when you can help your brain heal. With, with food and supplements and lifestyle measures. Awesome. Um, now, when you do have the patient in front of you, uh, not always, or not, not necessarily coming to you with, with um, questions about cognitive impairment or cognitive decline, what are the clinical clues that you are checking in your older patients or, well, in, in any patient, actually? Yeah, so look for a number of, ooh, excuse me, uh, look for a number of things. Um, first of all, I'm going to check the obvious markers. You know, I want to know what their blood pressure is, their sugar, their lipid status, cholesterol, their hormone status. So I'm going to I'm going to inquire 
um, about blood flow to the brain um, and also examine the patient to see what their carotid blood flow is like, what their cardiovascular status is like, what the state of their blood pressure and vascular system is because blood flow to the brain is very important. So that I want to assess. I want to have like a hormone assessment with symptoms and signs to see uh, what their general hormonal status is. I also want to know their body composition. So I want to know their weight and particularly abdominal fat. Uh, I want to know where, where they're at with that. Um, and then, then we do what we call a, a MOCA, a Montreal Cognitive Assessment, or a mini mental score. So we get a score out of 30 or a score out of 38, which can tell us how the brain is functioning. Um, we have a number of questions for that to check to check attention, concentration, memory, math, mathematical skills, abstract thoughts, um, construction, you know, how they how they can draw a block or a clock with a with a time on. So uh, we have we have a very very useful questionnaires that we can go through. As I say, the ones that I use are the MOCA Montreal Cognitive Assessment or a mini mental. That will tell us how the brain is functioning. So this is this is why a consultation sometimes of an hour or two is required because it's not just a physical, it's also a mental evaluation. And on some levels, even an emotional evaluation to know where their, where their mood is and where their emotional status is because very often that, that needs to be addressed as well. It's not just about physical and mental, but it's, it's emotional. Um, so... You know, the biological circumstances or the psychological circumstances, as well as the social environment in which they're living, all, all are important and need to be assessed. And that's why in, in practice, we don't only see the, the patient necessarily as a doctor, but we also bring in counseling. We bring in um, the spiritual environment and all of those things, um, especially in things like uh, cognitive impairment and cognitive decline. Yeah, I agree. You know, the, the, the one thing that I would, would say is the huge difference between psychiatry medicine and integrative psychiatry is the recognizing of the spiritual element of a person. Because, uh, you know, a human being is not just um, a bunch of flesh. It's not just a body. It's mind, body and spirit. And with, this, with the spiritual element, um, you know, emotions come in and, and the social environment um, and mood and uh, and such. So very important that you can't just, well, you can, I guess, but it's, you shouldn't just focus on the brain chemicals and just use chemicals to try and sort that out. You need, you need to do mind, body, spirit work uh, and deal with the emotions and the psychological and, and social environment of the person as well as just uh, the biological chemicals. I think that's something that because of the conventional approach to to medicine that that we that's permeated throughout the world a lot of practitioners are scared to mention even the word spirituality. Yeah, I think it's silly, you know, we're living in the 21st century, we've got to we've got to stand up and and uh and be honest about it. Uh, everyone knows that that it's about mind, body and spirit, not just mind, body and uh and chemicals, you know, otherwise everyone would be well on a bunch of, of psychiatry medicines. And that's not the case. Um, because the, and I would, I would I'd really emphasize this, it's because in conventional psychiatry and conventional medicine, the spiritual element is neglected. Truth. So we have covered now some, some warning signs of Alzheimer's 
And um, I know that in the course that the Golding Institute offers on uh, cognitive decline, um, warning signs are covered in a lot more depth. Uh, do you want to maybe, I know we, we've, we've touched on the course before, just briefly, but do you want to maybe just tell more about what, what goes on in that training? And um, just for people who are new to the course, um, it has been accredited now for 30 CPD points. Yeah, I think CPD accreditation uh, shows the value of the course too. Um, a doctor needs about 50 points a year, so you get 60% of your yearly requirements for doing the course. And it's such a relevant topic. You know, cognitive decline is, uh, is something that we really need to address because people are living longer lives. So what is the point if you're going to live to 80, 90, 100 plus or be a centenarian with, with a non-functioning brain? You know, then you're dependent on your family. You're actually a burden, um, to be honest. And, and also it's, uh, you know, you... You're taking away your human dignity um, if you don't have good cognition, mobility, and vision. So uh, cognitive decline is a huge topic for me, and I think it uh, really gels well with the, with the integrative medicine or functional medicine model. So the Golding Institute, we established uh, to teach doctors and practitioners um, or anyone involved with the, in the supplement industry or um, health, health and wellness, you know, uh, we're seeing a lot of um, what we call nutritional dietitians these days who use nutrigenomics, dietetics, or nutritional elements and supplements to enhance the health of their clients. So I think nutritional um, uh, practitioners, including dietitians, would really value from the course. And anyone involved in health and wellness, <clears throat> including doctors and um, psychologists, even psychiatrists who want to use integrative psychiatry, um, as a tool, it's all very, very uh, useful. So goldinginstitute.com has the cognitive decline course available now. As you said, it's 30 CPD points. We do it over 11 webinars, 90 minutes each. Um, and that, that qualifies you for your 30 CPD points. We look at the different causes, the different types. Um, you know, you have an inflammatory type, you have... Um, a type associated with glucotoxicity or high blood sugar levels, a toxic type with metals like aluminium and mercury, and we go through how to uh, get these metals out of the system and, and how to treat Alzheimer's using um, supplements, lifestyle, hormone optimization, detoxification, um, and then also importantly, uh, transcranial light and mitochondrial medicine so we go through the different causes, and this is this is very important as well. Um, you know, in the 20th century, when I studied even internal medicine, I qualified as a physician in the 20th century, um, it was about what do you have? Um, now in the 21st century, it's about why do you have it? So if we can address the causes, you can then um, reverse the condition. Whereas with conventional medicine, it's what you have and what pharmaceutical can you take? And that, that uh, approach doesn't work with something like Alzheimer's and cognitive decline. As Dale Bredesen says in his book, End of Alzheimer's, it's like a roof with 36 holes in. If you just try and plug one hole with the pharmaceutical, you're never going to, um, you know, reverse Alzheimer's. You need to plug as many of those holes. And the 36 holes we cover in the course, um, all the different causes from inflammation to sugar to uh, toxicants to um, hormone imbalances to stress to adrenal gut issues 
um, to mitochondrial deficiency syndromes. We, we cover everything and not only the causes, but also the different treatment options, including nootropics and nutraceuticals and hormones and light medicine and energy medicine and mitochondrial medicine. We, we discuss all these tools, which are hugely beneficial and helpful for these for these patients. And we've had patients who've improved on their mini-mental score uh, incredibly well, even at the age of 70 or 80, you know, they've, they've improved their cognitive function. That's amazing stuff. Um, one word that, that stood out, I think that I would like to focus on next week is toxicity. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know what you think about that. Can we maybe chat about toxicity and Alzheimer's? Yes, of course. It's a huge topic. Okay, great. My coffee is finished. Mine too. You better pour me another cup. I will go just <laughs> now, Doc. Um, thank you for joining us uh, for another session of Coffee with Dr. Golding, where we explore integrative solutions to chronic challenges. Thank you for inviting me.